Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. WWE invites us to the Thunderdome. Also, an AEW star says a title is meaningless. And why was Rusev Day cancelled? For Tuesday, August the 18th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. The world had been through a trial by fire. And only the greatest warriors and their deadliest enemies emerged from the flames. Who are you? Nobody. Oh, Mr. I can feel it. The dice are rolling. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of Tuesday morning on a wrestling podcast. What a day, what a day. WWE have officially announced the Thunderdome. This came down uh, late yesterday. This is part of WWE's big plans as part of the Amway Center moving forward. So photos emerged online, posted by Roadie for Life on Instagram, of WWE constructing the Thunderdome. We'll get into that in a bit. But what is the Thunderdome? Sadly, it is not a cage where people will bay for the blood of people fighting within it. It is and it isn't. No, it definitely isn't. Uh, so here's the press release from WWE. They say, The Thunderdome, featuring a, w- a state-of-the-art set, video boards, pyrotechnics, lasers, cutting-edge graphics, and drone cameras, will take WWE fans' viewing experience to an unprecedented level. Starting this Friday, August 21st, on Fox kicking off SummerSlam weekend. Uh, WWE has a long history of producing the greatest live spectacles in sports and entertainment, yet nothing compares to what we are creating with WWE Thunderdome, says Kevin Dunn, the executive vice president of television production. He says... The structure will enable us to deliver an immersive atmosphere and generate more excitement among the millions of fans watching our program around the world. With the debut of WWE Thunderdome, WWE will take residency at Amway Center in Orlando and virtually bring fans into the arena via live video on massive LED boards. 
in conjunction with the famous group and its propriety technology for every Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, and WWE pay-per-view event. Starting tonight, fans can register for their virtual seat to be part of upcoming shows via wwethunderdome.com or at WWE's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages. So WWE are assembling a, a, a spectacle like no other to be a part of their TV production. So we're talking uh, a big pyro board. It's going to be difficult. That would have been difficult to do in the performance center, to be fair. Uh, drone cameras. I'm very intrigued by, by the operation of drone cameras around the wrestling world. Uh, lasers, video boards. Now, the video boards is, is going to certainly be the interesting part as uh, you can go to wwethunderdome.com and you can register to have your face and your webcam, presumably, appearing on the Thunderdome LED board. I give it probably an hour before there's AEW signs and probably people's private parts appearing on that big screen. Uh, Kevin Dunn talked a little bit more about the Thunderdome itself and said, we can now do things production-wise that we could never otherwise do. We are flying drones in the arena. We're putting a roof inside the Amway Center, and we'll be able to project content onto the roof. So when a big star like Drew McIntyre comes down to the ring, the whole arena will turn into his content with lasers, pyro, smoke, projections on the top of the building and on the floor. It will be a big, beautiful entrance, better than WrestleMania. Now, this is this is big talk. This is massive talk. And you know what? I think if any if any wrestling company is in a position to bring something like this to life and make it look good, it's probably going to be WWE. There's going to be teething problems, which I believe is why they're bringing it in on Friday Night SmackDown as opposed to introducing it at SummerSlam. At least then you've got like an episode of TV to, to record where you can iron out some of the bugs and some of the kinks before you get to SummerSlam and use it proper. Uh, the photos that have emerged look quite impressive. Thank you to Roadie for Life on Instagram uh, for putting these up and sharing these. Just a massive amounts uh, of, of, of rigging currently going up around the Amway. Big old entranceway that you can just tell is just full of hundreds of little LED screens. Uh, it looks impressive. It does. I'm I'm intrigued to see it. I think this could be re- this this is something that they can they can use during this time where there are no fans in attendance to make the shows feel big. I think the issue that we've had and every company has struggled to find their feet with it a little bit since we entered the pandemic era of professional wrestling. There has been a, quite a lot of trying to figure out what what to be done and what can be done without everything looking like empty arenas, basically. The decision to bring in performance center recruits to bulk out the, 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 the arena and make some of that noise uh, has, has, has been a big part of that process. And also something like this, where you're just going to make everything else look bigger and bolder and badder. Certainly going to be very intriguing to see what they put together at the Amway Center. And we'll get the first look at it this Friday on SmackDown. Now, when it comes to the Amway, Spectrum News 13's Jeff Allen uh, has been talking about 
what WWE have planned for it. And apparently, nearly $450,000 has gone between WWE and Amway for their two-month residency. So WWE paying nearly half a million dollars to spend the next two months at the Amway Center. And this past Monday, or yesterday, isn't it, of course, uh, Orange County, uh, there was an Orange County coronavirus public update. And Buddy Dyer, the mayor of Orange County, uh, officially announced WWE's presence, confirming that they will air live Mondays and Fridays and for pay-per-views from the Amway. Uh, He said that also that WWE had additional cleaning and safety measures in place, and they were grateful that they chose the city of Orlando and the venue of the Amway Center to host their residency, which is a first for WWE, and it's also a first for the Amway Center. I mean, you had places during the early days of Raw where they would go consistently, but this is the first time, really, where WWE have had a residency somewhere. So that's that's a big thing in itself. When asked if the company could have fans or extend the lease past 60 days, uh, Dyer simply responded by saying that they have the building for 60 days with Mondays, Fridays, and Sundays. And he didn't say any more on that. I would imagine it would be something that would be negotiable. So there we go. WWE Thunderdome at the Amway Center. Quite hard to talk about what we're going to see because... Essentially, what they're describing is is a is a really really jumped up lighting rig, but I feel like it's going to be much more than that. And on Friday on SmackDown, we will all find out together what Thunderdome is going to be all about. And I reckon we should have some sort of drinking game based on how many AEW T-shirts turn up on the big LED screen. In an interview with CBS Sports, Triple H addressed the allegations made towards Patrick Clark, a.k.a. the Velveteen Dream. So just before um, he returned last week, there was a lot of discussion about uh, allegations during the Speaking Out movement made against Patrick Clark from one person in particular. And WWE were very quiet on this particular instance. We'd seen WWE uh, release and suspend uh, certain stars following allegations made against them, but they were very quiet against Patrick Clark. And Triple H has finally broken the silence of the company regarding his particular case. Triple H said to CBS Sports, quote, in this day today, accusations are made and you take them all very seriously. You look into them the best you can and you find out what there is and what there isn't. In this situation, Dream was also involved in a car accident. That's what took him off TV. In the moment, all this other stuff happens and you look into it and you find that there is a situation that people bring to everyone's attention. You look into it and you find it is what it is and there is nothing there. Everything that we have done, we are comfortable with him continuing to do what he does. But he had a car accident. People thought we removed him from TV for different reasons. We didn't. He was in a car accident. Once he was medically cleared to be able to return to the ring from his car accident, we continued forward the way we did. We looked into what was there and we didn't find anything. Uh, Velveteen Dream hasn't responded to allegations that were made during the Speaking Out movement. Back in April, uh, he posted a statement denying an allegation of inappropriate behavior uh, that had been made against him, but hasn't commented on anything regarding the Speaking Out movement. Seth Rollins was talking to the Bleacher Report and was asked what WWE could be doing better. Uh, And his, his answer certainly 
pricked up the ears of quite a few people around the world. His short answer said quite a lot. He said, not just the company, but myself, the talent around me, everyone in the back, the writers, the consistency, the conversations, the communication, everything could be better. It is so hard to pick just one thing and say, ah, that's going to be the ticket. That's going to do it. It's a work in progress. And I think going out there and consistently doing your job is the best thing you can do, helping other people out. That would be the best way to move things forward. Seth Rollins has always been very outspoken in these media junkets. It's rare to hear him not bashing the fans during one. That's quite nice. Uh, But he makes a really valid point. It feels like that there has been a lack of communication within WWE. We hear lots of stories of, of chaotic tapings and, 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 and things missed and such like that. And, and a valid point is being made from Seth Rollins that there should be more communication, at the very least, within the WWE. Chris Jericho was chatting on his Q&A the other night and was asked about titles. And championships. And he said, I don't think we need many titles in AEW. The one thing sometimes that muddles down wrestling companies, and I really found this one when Raw and SmackDown split back in the early 2000s, the world champion is the world champion. You can't have two of them. So I like the fact that in AEW... Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. We have the world title and now we have the TNT title. And then we have a women's title and a tag team title for the guys. I think it should stay there. If you want to do a women's tag title, that's fine. We need to expand the division a bit. Other than that, we don't need any more titles. The FTW title even is too much. It doesn't mean anything. Who cares? I mean, that's just me, but maybe some people care. It seems to me it's not even a real title. So anyway, you don't want to muddle it down too much. Chris Jericho with his comments on the FTW Championship, uh, essentially saying that the belt uh, is, doesn't mean anything in AEW. I'm, I'm against that idea. I don't think it's classed as an official title. It's more of a device to get one guy over. I don't think it's going to be a title in regular circulation. If, if that is part of the plans, then you should throw those part of the plans out straight away. 
We've teamed up with Audible to give you a free wrestling book. It's on us this one. You can go to cultaholic.com forward slash Audible right now and pick your free audiobook. Shawn Michaels' Wrestling for My Life is an amazing story. Uh, the entire uh, life and times of Shawn Michaels, from some of his darker days in the 90s uh, to finding religion and rediscovering himself. Uh, the incredible story of Brock Lesnar in Death Clutch, uh, read by Rob Dunsworth. This is the story story of Brock Lesnar fighting back from ga- from uh, from diverticulitis nearly took his life but he came back twice as strong and you can read you can read all about that via your ears uh, with an audiobook right now uh, also some classics in there I know I mention it every time but I'm a massive fan of the death of WCW RD Reynolds and Brian Alvarez have written an absolute blinder and and now it's available via Audible you should definitely have it in your ears so get yourself an audiobook of the wrestling variety on us by signing up to Audible a 30 day no commitment free trial of Audible. Get that and choose a book. If you choose to not keep Audible, don't worry about it. Just cancel and keep the book. It's on us. Cultaholic.com forward slash Audible. Let's talk about the New Japan Pro Wrestling King of Pro Wrestling Tournament. So, the details have come out of stipulations. This is the tournament where the wrestlers choose the steps for the match and then fans vote for the stipulation they would like to see. So in every match in this round, the wrestlers have nominated a stipulation. It is then up to the fans of New Japan to vote for the stipulation online. And the one that gets the most votes is the stipulation used in the match. So let's talk through some of these because they are very much off the beaten track. Uh, Satoshi Kojima... Uh, is going to be taking on Desperado. Uh, Kojima has selected a finishers-only match where Kojima's Lariat or Desperado's uh, Pinche Loco will be what decides the win. I think you can do finisher matches in most wrestling games. Desperado has gone the other way. A no-finishers match where if you do your finish, you are disqualified. So no chance of Kojima's Lariat, no chance of Desperado's Pinche Loco. You have to decide which of those matches that you want to see. Uh, Toriyano uh, wants a two-count pinfall match where the match doesn't end on a three, the match ends on a two. Bushi gone the other way. A five-count ring-out match. Wrestlers can only win by count-out after the referee's five. <laughs> Only win by count out. Intriguing. Show has chosen a submission match. Uh, Sonada wants a no pinfalls give up only match, which is the same thing, I think. So, therefore, it's going to be a submission match, definitely. And uh, for Okada versus Takahashi, Okada wants a one on three handicap match. And uh, Yujiro wants a lumberjack match where belts are used as weapons. Now, fans are New Japan Global. Uh, have po- there's polls out now on New Japan Global for fans to go and vote on. You've got until Monday, August the 24th to decide what matches you want there. The winners facing each other in a fatal four-way at Summer Struggle on the 29th. The winner will become the first provisional champion. And then whoever's champion at the end of the year will be officially declared the 2020 KOPW champion. I mean, I'm intrigued. The finals of the inaugural Women's Tag Team Cup for AEW take place on this week's episode of Dynamite. So uh, the finals of that tournament, if you don't want to know, turn your ears off now. It'll be the Nightmare Sisters, Brandy Rhodes and Ali, 
taking on Ivalice and Diamante to determine the winners of the first ever Deadly Draw Tag Team Tournament Trophy. Uh, the, the hot bet is the Nightmare Sisters here as a way of advancing their storyline. But we'll find out on a special Saturday Night Dynamite this weekend. Ring of Honor have the Pure Championship Tournament on the horizon. They've given us the rules for the Pure Tournament. They're not as wacky as the New Japan ones, just so you know. Uh, every match in the tournament will begin with the Code of Honor handshake. Every wrestler will have three rope breaks to stop submission holds and pinfalls. I like that element. It means that you can only use the ropes to stop stuff a couple of times. Closed fists not permitted. Only open hand slaps or chops to the face are allowed. Uh, as a standard in a Ring of Honor matches, 20 count when the wrestler's on the floor. Outside interference will result in automatic termination for the roster, for the wrestler that interferes. So if you interfere in a pure title match, you're sacked. Uh, there's uh, two blocks. Round one will have 15-minute time limits. Semi-finals will have 20 minutes. And the finals will have the, the block finals will have 30 minutes. And then the tournament final will have a one-hour time limit. I'm expecting a one-hour, almost a one-hour match in the finals of the Pure Championship. Three judges will be at hand as well for each match. And time, if time limit draws occur, the judges will decide who wins what. Old-school Pure Championship goodness. Miro was on Ryback's podcast talking about the end of Rusev Day. He said, don't look at the people. Don't smile. Don't do this, were his orders from Vince McMahon. He said, everything I'm doing, it seems like the people are liking it. Why am I getting over and you're telling me to do the opposite? Uh, Russo, said, uh, Russo said, I don't understand. I had a conversation with Vince and he told me that with Rusev Day, they were just mocking me and they didn't mean it. The first meeting, it was, they're effing with you. They don't mean what they're saying. I respect and I listen because I always want to listen from Vince. He had everybody on his side. In my mind, I knew it wasn't true. They started putting my segments early so the Rusev Day chance would go away. I went to one of the writers and yelled at a writer and I felt bad. I said, this is not right. And the first time I yelled at a writer, I felt bad. He was like, we don't know what to do. What do you mean you don't know what to do? Just listen. They'll tell you what to do. They're shoving me down, and I don't understand why. What am I fighting for? I did everything. I went to acting classes. I started working on my body. I did all the extra stuff. I was just defeated. When Vince said the second time, they're effing with you, I said, Vince, we've sold out of all our merchandise. Vince said, what do you mean? I said, the shirt is sold out. And Vince said, well, maybe they didn't make enough. Vince McMahon was not going to get on board with Rusev Day in any way, shape or form. And that's why Rusev Day was cancelled. It's really sad. The issue I think that we will always have with someone like with something like WWE is that it, it bends and breaks the whims of one person. And if that one person isn't on board, then it's going to be a fight all the way up. Want to end on some Brighton news from WWE to prove they're not all monsters. So Shotzi Blackheart, uh, she revealed last week that she had a car stolen. In the back of her car, there was her ring gear and her helmet. Now the helmet has uh, some, some significance historically. It was a helmet that was hung up on the wall of where she trained. When she finished her training, she asked if she could take the helmet with her. So when the helmet was stolen, like a piece of her history was gone as well. Uh, fortunately though, we can happily report the car was found, the gear was recovered, and the helmet was reunited as well. Triple H, however, made a really good gesture towards Shotzi Blackheart when, when the fate of the hat 
and the helmet wasn't it was was in jeopardy shotzi tweeted out i didn't get to wear this but it came with a really awesome story so i wanted to share as soon as triple h found out about my car and helmet he made sure that i had help and had the crew put this together for me for my match filmed only one day after it was stolen and then there is a photo of a brand spanking new Shotzi Blackheart helmet that was put together in under 24 hours after Shotzi revealed that her car had been stolen just a nice gesture we all kind of want a boss that would at the drop of a hat make a make a helmet for you wouldn't we on the cultaholic podcast stream today Gotta to, got to make a confession here. Myself and Matthew recorded a wonderful episode of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review for you. However, we had technical problems. Consequently, we don't have the episode for you. And I'm genuinely gutted. So, it's, I'm aware that it's been a week since you've heard from us. So, we have a little special treat, which is uh, a best of. So, we have gone through the last 20-odd weeks of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review and found all of our favourite moments. And we're going to share that with you in this week's episode. And we're going to be back to normal next week. On me, that is. I was the one editing it. I bugged it up. My apologies. Enjoy this week's episode, though, because putting it together, I was, lo- I was laughing a lot. I was laughing a lot putting it together because we have had some good laughs over the last 20 weeks. And if you've missed any episodes... It's a good chance for you to catch up on some of those sad laughs. So a best of the Cultaholic Classic Smackdown review on your Cultaholic podcast feed a bit later on today. I wanted to keep it 100 with you. At Cultaholic.com, more details on WWE Thunderdome. It's a thing. It's happening. And we have everything you need to know about Thunderdome at Cultaholic.com right now. On the Cultaholic YouTube channel today, as it's a Tuesday, look out for Raw Graded. You and I are going to break down Monday Night Raw and WTF moments with Ross on the Cultaholic YouTube channel later today as well. If you don't already, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. Yesterday, uh, our video editor, Andrew, had his debut outing on Twitch. He played Dog's Life on the PlayStation 2, and it was wholesome AF. We have stuff on the daily happening on the Cultaholic Twitch stream, and if you go to twitch.tv slash Cultaholic, give us a follow, give us a subscribe. You can find out what happens as we do it as well. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
for all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes. Search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 